0: What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Jan Alpha Talk, and today I'll be talking about how to take notes. Whenever you start a new school or a new course, you'll definitely be taking notes. Why? Because if you don't uh, take this shortcut of taking notes, then you have to read through the entire textbook, and that's not really good. So heading off to college or high school is kind of like leveling up in a video game. Uh, in high school, the testing courses were smaller bosses that you could take down with low-level equipment. Now that you're in college, you're going to need to upgrade some of those items you're taking with you if you want to succeed. This is a whole new adventure, my dudes. One of the tools you have at your disposal is your notes. Maybe in high school, you are pretty good at taking notes, and now you just need to upgrade them a little bit. Maybe you're feeling like pe- many people did in college, and you realize you've never probably learned how to take notes. Never fear, your guide to taking awesome, effective notes is finally here. Your days of looking back at what you scribbled down in class and trying to decipher useful information from them before a test are over. In this guide, we'll talk about how to prepare yourself to take Good notes in class, introduce some popular techniques for taking notes, and cover the best ways to get the most out of your notes after class. The most important single factor influencing learning is what the learner already knows. David Osbell. Before you even think about heading to class, make sure that you've read, or at least skimmed, all pre-assigned reading from your professor. Even if you don't have assigned reading, try and familiarize yourself with the topic before you get to the class so you know what to expect. A 2004 study by Spies and Wilkin found that the law students who were responsible for reading a legal case before they got to class displayed a greater understanding of the learning materials than students who were not expected to prepare before class. Also, don't forget to pack all the things you need to learn effectively. Make sure you have multiple pencils or some backup lead, a notebook, pens, highlighters, sticky notes, to your textbook, and your laptop. Don't forget water. It's tempting to bring coffee or some other form of caffeine to class. Try to stick to water and consume caffeine intelligently. While coffee doesn't dehydrate you and coffee in moderation certainly helps you focus and stay alert, caffeine dependency. Dip- interferes with your quality of sleep and impairs mental function ultimately impacting your ability to pay attention during class lastly grab a snack before you head out door for class avoid high salt or high sugar options and aim for a complete snack that includes fat protein and carbs apples and peanut butter crackers and cheese or even certain power bars are good options these snacks will leave you Feeling full for longer, ensuring that you won't be distracted by how much you want a burrito in the middle of your professor professor's lecture about the structure of a cell. So the note-taking mindset. The other thing you should get in order before coming to class is your brain. I know that even when I'm in a good mood and have a positive attitude, I'm way more likely to learn. So I do really like math. I suck a little at math. I'm like. One of the worst math student ever because I can't really just focus about math so i I haven't failed any my middle school uh algebra and math test stuff, but uh I'm not very good at it too so if I were to go to college, my college level algebra course was the one thing that will hold me back from actually finishing my uh my degree so then, I decided beforehand that I was going to pass the class, so I would show up every day with a more or less positive attitude, and to make an effort to make friends with a classmate I could study with, and paid attention to the lecture, working on problems myself as I go along. In the end, I may not have gotten an A in the course, but I i would get higher score, which was one uh, of the... Higher things that you expect in math. So, more of the story, attitude is everything. So, the 6 best note taking systems. Now that you're ready to take notes, let's talk about some popular note taking techniques. Everyone has a slightly different way that they learn, and certain subjects lend themselves to different styles. Don't be afraid to experiment with different techniques to find one that's right for you. So, number 1 Structured. The outline. This is for people who like simplicity, it's one of the easiest ways to take notes and comes pretty naturally to most people. When taking your outline notes, start by choosing 4 or 5 key points that will be covered in your lecture. Beneath those points, write some more in-depth sub-points about each topic as the professor covers them. If you're taking outline notes by hand, be sure to leave enough space on each page so that you have plenty of room for all your sub points, or you can take them onto a computer and simply rearrange or else you go into a text document. This is a great simple approach to take notes, it will help you follow along and pay attention during class, but it can be overwhelming to review these notes later. To aid in reviewing these kind of notes, try to read each main point and summarize it yourself without looking too much at your notes. Use your notes to test yourself on how much you really know rather than simply rereading them over and over for review the cornell method the cornell method is a very good way uh of dividing up your notes if you're looking to get the most out of your review time in this method you divide your paper into three sections notes cues and summary your notes section is for the notes you take during class you can structure them however you like but most people like to use the online method write your cues section either during or directly after class the section can be filled out with main points, people, or potential test questions. Use this section to give yourself cues to help you remember a larger ideas. You can write your summary section directly after class or later when you're reviewing your notes. Use this section to summarize the entire lecture. Keep your cue and summary sections as simple as possible. However, feel free to fill up the notes section in doodles, diagrams, page references, and whatever else you need to properly represent the material uh, presented in class. In depth, the mind map. The mind map is a great way of taking notes for specific types of subjects. Class subjects like chemistry, history, and philosophy that have interlocking topics or complex abstract ideas are perfect for this method. Use the mind map to get a handle on how certain topics relate, or to go in-depth with one particular idea. For instance, if you're attending a lecture about the fall of the Roman Emperor, e- Empire, you start with that concept in the center and then draw notes of all the things that led to Rome's fall as your professor lists them. Things like debt, irresponsible emperor's attacks from the surrounding barbarian tribes, and so on. There, to review, go more in-depth, and add smaller sub-concepts onto each t- branch. Things like dates, formulas, supporting facts, and related concepts make for great branches. In the end, it might look something like this. Picture it. The Fall of the Roman Emperor, 476 AD. First branch is Irresponsible responsible empress. This Tiberius, Nero, Caligula, uh, and yeah and then at uh, least the irresponsible emperors leads to corruption, and the corruption at uh at the depth section, the big depth section is the corruption too the irre- irresponsible emperors and depth are connected by corruption the depth uh results to smaller army which connects to the barbarians a- a- attacks. The barbarians include the vandals and the Visigoths, but the fall of the Roman emperor. Uh, the fall of the Roman Empire is only in the west part. The eastern part didn't fall. So that that kind of thing. For holistic flow notes, this note-taking method is great for students looking to maximize their active learning within the classroom and then minimize the review time later. The point of flow notes is to treat yourself like a student you are and not a lecture transcribing machine. Jot down topics, draw arrows, make little doodles and diagram and graphs. Go crazy and engage with the material. Uh, try to actively learn as you're writing. You you're in a history class and your professor is talking about the Battle of Hastings and you remember that happened in 1066 and that were the other things happening across the globe in 1066 too. Write those facts down and draw connections. Disguise the limit on this one, it's great for people who hate rules. Caution: While this method is great for learning in the moment, it can be difficult to review flow notes later. If you're an auditory and visual learner and retain a lot of what you learn from your lectures, maybe that works fine for you. If not, try pairing your flow notes with the Cornell method to make them easier to review for tests. Easy: Writing on slides. Let's be honest, this note taking for lazy people, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's super effective and it's easy. Your professor is kind enough to provide you if your professor is kind enough to provide you with the slides that they're using in their lectures, go ahead and download the files and print them out at the community lab. The slides give you a leg up on the outlining process and the professor has already did the work for you. All you have to do is take notes and expand on key concepts already presented in the slides. It works great too because later you can look at a slide. And more or less to remember what the professor was talking about when they reached that slide. It's like having a step by step walkthrough of the lecture, and you hardly had to do a thing to get it. Visual bullet journaling. This is my favorite, uh, my personal favorite. It's the note taking style I use the most often, both in and out of the classroom. If you're super super into aesthetics, like the doodle or a uh, particularly visual learner, this method might be the best for you. When you write in your bullet journal, you turn a blank page into a beautiful representation of your thought process. Try using, uh, try using it to combine different aspects of other note-taking styles. You can have one page that's dedicated to mind maps, another that's dedicated to your flow notes, and even sneak in a class schedule or a doodle of Sonic the Hedgehog in somewhere. It's your bullet journal. I don't know. Do what you want. It's your journal. This method does have drawbacks. It can be difficult to take notes quickly. The goal of bullet journaling is to keep journal organized and attractive, which can be hard when you're scribbling down information as fast as you can. One way to combat this is to take notes during class in an outline or using for some other method and then organize them later in your bullet journal as a form of review. So need ideas for what your journal should look like? Just go on Pinterest or Google, Bujo Ideas or uh specifically boot your ideas for students and knock yourself out there's tons of stuff out there there's many things i can teach you about but it's getting really late right now and i have some schoolwork to catch up on so that i have to say thank you hit the like subscribe and share button i'll keep updating every day and goodbye